Hello, and welcome to On Walking the Way. Today we're continuing our Walk Through the Beatitudes, Part 7, Being a Peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Like father, like son, or so the saying goes. Jesus teaches us once again how badly we misunderstand God. To be like God is to be a peacemaker. Paul describes the church's purpose as being an agent of reconciliation in this world. In 2 Corinthians we read, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We see Christ's ministry was to reconcile the world to God making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. That's from Ephesians 1. To make peace where previously there was rebellion and animosity. And if we are to truly be sons of God, we can do no less. We are to be peacemakers because we are now sons of God in Christ. We must continue the work he started. We are peacemakers now by means of our new nature in Christ. The very nature of God is now in us through Christ, and we must exercise that gift, becoming agents of reconciliation. We are now all sons in Christ. We must be about the family business. Don't you mean children of God instead of sons? Are women excluded from this promise? Hardly. For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God, through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. This is Galatians 5, 26-29. You see, we're all sons of God through faith. Jesus is the Son of God, and we are all in him through faith. Therefore, we are all sons of God. And as such, we are all, whether male or female, sons, and therefore heirs of God, according to the promise. This is very significant in the New Testament world of Paul. In those days, females did not inherit, only sons inherited. What Paul was saying here is that whether you are male or female or Jew or Gentile or slave or free, we are all sons of God and full heirs of the promise. This was shocking news in those days, and strangely, it is still hard for everyone to hear this today. In Christ, we are all one. We are all sons. We are all heirs. And that is a good thing. So, understanding that, let's look at the first half of this promise. Blessed are the peacemakers. As simple as this statement sounds, there's actually a lot to think about here especially if you try to act on that promise in this fallen and divided world. For example, some may feel 
that they simply need to avoid conflict at all costs to be a peacemaker. But is avoiding conflict really making peace? Problems cause conflict and turmoil, but it can hardly be said that avoiding the issue fixes the issue, thereby making peace. In practice, avoiding problems often deepens them. So, it seems to me that making peace involves working to correct the things that cause division. And this division presents itself on two fronts. First is our division with God. Jesus has paid the price to restore that relationship, but his offer requires a response on our part. Repentance of our previous rebellion towards God must be both aggressive and ongoing. Faith in the sufficiency of the cross is also an ongoing commitment that will be tested daily. The second front in this effort is our division with each other, and this, as we all know, is often not an easy piece to make. Once again, avoidance of interpersonal problems does anything but resolve them. So being peacemakers in this highly divided world will not be simple or easy. But if we want to be children of God, we need to be involved with the family business of reconciling the world to God and people to each other. To God, no price was too high to accomplish this reconciliation. The eternal Son left his exalted place with the Father to become the man Jesus and give himself for all of us. If this is the price our Father was willing to pay, if this was the price Jesus was willing to pay, what is it worth to us? As we go about our daily business, we need to remember that it is the peacemakers that will be called the sons of God. And then making peace could very well be a costly endeavor for us, as it was for Jesus, who is the Son. To be an agent of peace may well require us to lay down our rights and privileges in order to see someone else find their peace with God through Christ. But like Jesus, we need to focus on the joy before us in order to find the strength to endure the cost of making peace. So as Hebrews 12 says, Let us run with endurance the race that is before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. And again we're reminded in James 3, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So today, as we go about our business, let's keep one eye open for opportunities to function as children of God. 
Opportunities to engage in the family business. Let's find ways to be peacemakers wherever we find ourselves in a world that knows precious little of true peace. And have a great week. If you've enjoyed this, uh, don't forget to share this with friends or people you think it might help. Um, the address for the website is in this email that I send out every week. And feel free to share it. Uh, thank you again for all your support. And we'll be talking again next week. Have a great week.